0: Jai jai sicch chandan dai chandan Jai jait chandra jai gauravaktavin Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare Hare Hey Rama Hey Rama, Rama 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 Hare Hare Um Today Um, I'm opening up a, a new topic, and um, what I really want to open up is is what is central to our uh, our tradition, to the the teachings of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, and that is Rupa Goswami, uh, the the Acharya, who has given us the uh, the Rasa Theology of uh, of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Mm-hmm. And I'll begin with the, with the opening verse of Madhya Lila, uh, chapter 19. Oh, something closed here. It's a beautiful verse. I, I think it's very, very wonderful. Uh, krishna's gaviraj Goswami uh, opens his chapters with uh, a verse, that's, that carries the whole theme of the uh, of the chapter. So each time by the first verse, we get uh, a deep insight in what's really going on. So let us hear. Sisi Madhya Lila," chapter 19, text number one. Vrindavaniyam rāsa vartam kalena luttam mukha Before the creation of this cosmic manifestation, the Lord enlightened the heart of Lord Brahma with the details of creation and manifested the Vedic knowledge. In exactly the same way, the Lord, being anxious to revive the Vrindavan pastimes of Lord Krishna, impregnated the heart of Rupa Goswami with spiritual potency. By this potency, Srila Rupa Goswami could revive the activities of Krishna in Vrindavan, activities almost lost to memory. In this way, he spread Krishna consciousness throughout the world. So, Krishna Das Kaviraj Goswami has depicted the... uh, the image of, uh, from Srimad Bhagavatam of Lord Brahma who finds himself in a dark universe seated on a lotus flower and uh, not being aware of his origin or his purpose and who begins to search search for his roots and from there um, once, once one's roots are understood, then one can also uh, get a better understanding of, of one's purpose. So in this way, uh, Lord Brahma, he travels down the stem of the lotus. And as he comes at the base of the stem, he finds a huge ocean. And it's dark, and it's water, but and he cannot see any any limit of it. Um, later, it turns out that this water is a drop of water from the uh, from the Sai Ocean, which is uh, in the navel of the Supreme Lord, uh, of Garbhadak Sai Vishnu, uh, from whose navel then the lotus flower sprouted, and, and Lord Brahma finds himself there. Then Lord Brahma is trying is thinking deeply about meaning, and he hears the words ta-pa, uh, meaning perform austerity. Uh, after you he hear these syllables, tapa, then he starts to perform austerity, and due course of time, he gets uh, all this realization, and he becomes a, uh, and he becomes invested with the with his purpose, which is to create, and and the knowledge to create, is manifesting within him, so. Before the creation of this cosmic manifestation, the Lord enlightened the heart of Lord Brahma with the details of the creation and manifested the Vedic knowledge. In exactly the same way, the Lord being anxious to revive the Vrindavan pastimes of Lord Krishna impregnated the heart of Rupa Goswami with spiritual potency. By this potency, Sri Rupa Goswami could revive the activities of Krishna and Vrindavan Activities almost lost to memory. In this way, he spread Krishna consciousness throughout the world. So we are we're looking at the uh, uh, at the situation where uh, the two brothers Rupa and Sanatana, uh, both strictly were being instructed by Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And uh, Rupa Goswami first went with Anupam, his younger brother, and uh, to meet Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Uh, Anupam, however, uh, died untimely. Mm. And uh, Rupa Goswami, he received detailed instructions from... uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, and then Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, after giving these instructions, told him to go to uh, to Vrindavan. Um, so, uh, it is thought that uh, Rupa Goswami maybe reached uh, Vrindavan uh, around fifteen seventeen. Um, the uh, it is said Chaitanya Mahaprabhu had already earlier uh, he had already earlier sent Lokanath Goswami to uh, to Vrindavan, mm. and and some scholars think that Lokanath Goswami reached Vrindavan around uh, 1509, uh, just just in the in the time before. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, Sannyas, when Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was, uh, was preaching in Bengal and, and had revealed his uh, transcendental identity in the Mahapakash, um, which uh, may be translated as the, the great manifestation, the great manifestation of his uh, divine identity. Lokanath Goswami certainly was aware of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's uh, divinity and, and uh, fully accepted him as the Supreme Personality of Godhead and went to Vrindavan uh, on the order of the Lord to excavate various and identify various holy places. But it was very difficult. Uh, he was a great separation of the Supreme Lord. Um, we see that uh, later. Um, later, uh, maybe in 1517, uh, Rupa Goswami also appeared in Vindavan. and and Rupa Goswami, of course, along uh, later joined by Sanatan Goswami, and then uh, joined by the other Goswamis is that after the departure of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu uh, in. Maybe in 1534, uh, Raghunath Das Goswami came to Vrindavan, and then uh, also um, Raghunath Bhatta, the son of Tapan Misra, came, and also Gopal Bhatta, uh, who was a, was a boy when Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was in South India, and staying in Sri Rangam, So Gopabhata, the son of Venkata in uh, also joined at that time. And so the six Goswamis are in Vindavan. Now, Rupa Goswami is the Rasa and is particularly the personality who sometimes this is described as the perfect replica of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And as the one who was fully able to capture the uh, the teachings um, of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, and uh, um, basically Rupa's Rasa theology is something we'll discuss over the over the next uh, to, over the next few days, a um, bit more tomorrow than today. Uh, because I have to draw out a few more notes uh, about the history of Rasa theology. But in a nutshell, to summarize it, um, what I will elaborate on tomorrow, but we see that the the concept of of Rasa comes up in the the Vedic scripture. Um, The... uh, uh, The uh, Taitariya Upanishad, for example, comes up with the famous uh, aphorism, Rasa Vaisaha, and then continues with, "Rasam Myeva Yam Bhavati Easy Yeva So, uh, Rasa Vaisaha, that, uh, yeah, Krishna, we of course, have often quoted this as Krishna is the reservoir of all pleasure. Uh, no, and Saha we we say means him, but anyway, uh, according to the, the Tattvareya Upanishad, is is not describing Krishna; is describing uh, Brahman. So. Uh, but referring to that, like he is uh, the reservoir of all pleasure, of all rasa. So this rasa comes up there. It is said that uh, we find an elaborate description of rasa in the work of Bharatamuni. Um, Bharatamuni uh, wrote his Bharatanatyaya Shastra, which consists of about 8,000 verses, um, and that it would have been based on 32,000 verses of the Gandharva Veda, which would be a portion of the Atarva Veda. Uh, and particularly, the Bharatanatyam is dealing with uh, expressions, artistic expression in, in drama, in... Uh, psh- We have some, we had some visitors. They're gone. (laughs) They came only for a short moment. Um, Somehow or other, the planes like to practice here in this area. Anyway, the Rasavai Saha. Uh, Krishna is the reservoir of all pleasure. So we're seeing this. um, Okay. Got a bit distracted by the plane. Um, yes, Bart, So the Bartanatya says is eight thousand verses, drew from the Gandharva Veda, uh, and uh, is 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 classical uh, Vedic literature, and uh, the um, Bartanatya is then dealing with art, artistic expressions, dance, music, and drama, and and describes rasa in terms of, of drama. Uh, uh, tomorrow I'll uh, get into it a little bit more by giving uh, some more detail about what, what Bartamuni is actually saying. But we see that some of the terminology that is found in uh, in Rupa Goswami's uh, writings, uh, terms like uh, anubhav and uh, uh, Bhav uh, are found in the works of Bharata Muni. And Bharata Muni gives a whole list of of rasas and so on. Uh, then we see later in in, in the work of Abina Gupta, we, uh, who appeared in Kashmir uh, around 950, we find some more reference about Ras, and he brings up Santa Ras. And then we get a work, it, it, it comes to us over the centuries until it comes to a significant work, the work of... Uh, um, of um, Oh, oh, the Sahitya Dharpan. Um, so the Sahitya Dharpan is, is a componi- composition of, uh, of Vishwanath, right? Um, this is not Vishwanath Chakravarti Thakur, but uh, another Vishwanath. And Sahitya Dharpan then means the mirror of composition. So uh, tomorrow we'll also uh, sample a little bit from the uh, Sahitya Dharpan. Uh, but that I leave for what it is. Uh, um, but it is interesting because Rupakuswami he comments, he comments on the uh, Sahitya Dharpan and he writes the, a book called the Natak Chandrika. Uh, and if i quickly uh, look that up here mm-hmm. one second nana na nana i'll N- well, have here something on the natya shastra also but that's for tomorrow and then not where is the natak chandrika is it here hmm Embarka, novance, nar- No. Hmm. Okay, I'll uh, then I have to look under Sahitya Dharpan. So that's all for tomorrow because too much work. But basically, in the Natak Chandrika, Rupa Goswami refers to the Sahitya Dharpan and he makes uh, the Sahitya and he explains that he doesn't agree with the Sahitya Dharpan because the Sahitya Dharpan is supporting Swakiya Ras as uh, supreme. The uh, It does. Refer to the gopis and to the queens of Dwarka, and it accepts the marital relationship as the, uh, as the supreme and, and not parakiya ras. Right? Parakiya ras, which has, or the, uh, the relationship between Krishna and, and the gopis, which is the forbidden relationship. Uh, of paramour, the relationship that uh, uh, secret meetings of Krishna with the wives of others. Uh, this has been in Orthodox uh, Brahminical culture a sensitive point uh, because you know how can this be? This is not acceptable. and uh, and and this, this' these activities and uh, and therefore, uh, they have been downplayed and the focus has been given on Swakya. So Rupa Goswami is establishing Ras as the topmost and is particularly uh, disagreeing with the Sahitya Dharpan in his Natak Chandrika. However, uh, we see then in the beginning of the Antya uh Chaitanya Charitamrita, we see a, a description of. Uh, Um, of the Vidakta Madhava, the play of Rupa Goswami. And in that description, there is uh, a discussion between Ramananda Roy, who is very expert in Sanskrit drama, and Rupa Goswami in the presence of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And they are... uh, And and Ramananda Roy is asking, so how have you approached the the introduction to the play and... uh, Introducing various scenes and, and, and what is the essence and so on. And he follows uh, a traditional system of uh, Rupakuswami, uh, followed a traditional system of writing his play, strictly following the, uh, the rules of Sanskrit drama. And, uh, and uh, Ramananda Roy is inquiring. So then Srila uh, Bhaktisiddhanta Siddhanta and Srila and Prabhupada in the in the purports, they are referring to the Sahitya Dharpan as the book from Vishnuat, which is then the book that is uh, is explaining um, these these things. And uh, so although Rupa Goswami was in, in disagreement on the uh on the Swakiya and Parakiya matter, uh, the marital relationship of Krishna and the queens in Dwarka, and the Parakiya relationship of Krishna as paramour with the gopis, still, uh, Rupa Goswami was knowledgeable of the work, referring to the work. So, therefore, there's a lot of scholars that sort of make the point that Rupa Goswami's uh, rasa theology is a continuation from something that has uh, has evolved over time uh, and sort of an evolution of of a rasa theology and that undoubtedly and that's shown uh, that already before others were uh, into it but then that rupa Goswami made the most organized and systematic presentation of Rasa theology and in this way became the Rasa Acharya. We see that a little different. Um, we see that, uh, that Rupa Goswami was familiar with this, uh, this knowledge, but of the Bharata, Bharata, Natya Shastra and of the Sahitya Dharpan and of... Uh, of possible other uh, contributors to Rasa theology. But we also see that Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu instructed Rupa Goswami in prayak and uh, at the Dasaswamedagat, and that he there uh, revealed the, the full conclusions of, uh, of of Krishna consciousness, of, uh, of bhakti, and bhakti ras to him, um, and uh, therefore Chaitanya Mahaprabhu had fully revealed to uh, to Rupa Goswami the uh, the experience of ras or or of transcendental relationship of transcendental loving exchange between Krishna and his devotees, and. Uh, and Rupa Goswami uh, took it upon himself to uh, to write about this in his Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu. Now, Nana Shastravichara Pano Sadharma Samstapa it may not be that Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu uh, gave every every detail, that he gave every detail. Rather, Nanashastra Vichara Naikanipuno, he left it up to the uh, Goswamis to scrutinizingly study the Vedic scriptures and to uh, bring in a a Vedic support for what they had learned from uh, Sichitanya Mahaprabhu. So, in this way, the two came together. Uh, and of course, whatever comes about rasa, from Bharatanatyam, from Abhina Gupta, or, or from uh, Dharpan or from any other source, that is never uh, the same as what Rupa Goswami revealed, because that is drama. And drama is ultimately... Uh, An an uh, an imitation, uh, an imitation uh, of a real experience. This is an attempt to uh, to act out uh, a real experience, and it may be done very expertly by by a very good artist. And then it can wake up feelings in the heart of the audience who, who actually experiences. The, the emotions that are being expressed there. But it's not about real emotions. It's about uh, a dramatic display of emotions. Whereas Rupa Goswami is speaking about the original, the original real emotions, and not just the emotions that are part of the of, of a study of human emotion. Uh, we could, when we look, at the Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu, it is interesting because it describes us a, a whole range of emotional uh, moods and how they manifest, right? And uh, we can can look at the work. Oh, sorry, we can look at the work of uh, of some psychologists, and they try to do a similar thing. They try to also map out different uh, varieties and gradations of moods, and and what symptoms go along, what facial expressions, what uh, uh, what uh, whether there are tears or whether there is uh, intense breathing, or uh, with with the expression of certain emotions, and so on. So psychologists are. are uh, in in one sense, uh, Rupa Goswami's writing is is a book of psychology. Um, so anyway, so we are then looking at it from uh, a perspective of dramatic expression of emotion, or in a more modern context, we can approach it through uh, psychology. Also studying the uh, uh, variety and, and expression of emotions, right? but then Rupa Goswami is studying the variety and expressions of emotions in relation to the Supreme Lord. So he is giving the original. Uh, everything starts with the Supreme Lord, then it comes down to the human plane, and uh, psychology may study uh, how emotions ex- express themselves on the human plane, which are a perverted reflection of the uh, emotions of the spiritual world. And then we have uh, then we have Rupa Goswami, who reveals to us the emotions of uh, of the spiritual world. Uh, so that is uh, yeah, it's interesting. One second. Mm-hmm. Forgot to put this ointment. I just saw it. Um so this is interesting. Um so Rupa Goswami is turning to the original expression of of the living being in in full perfected consciousness uh, with a depth of emotions that just doesn't exist on the worldly plane um, here we may have uh, all kinds of experiences of love affection of uh, of sadness of anger of uh, horror and uh, and of of wonder, of surprise, and we're going through this whole range of emotions. But that doesn't mean that uh, they are the same as the original spiritual emotions. We see in Chaitanya Mahaprabhu that the depth of his emotional experience is just something that's just leaves everyone amazed. No one can can just imagine what's what's. Uh, what's happening here? No one has seen uh, such a uh, level of of emotional expression. Huh? And that is the uh, so. In this way, um, we can uh, can also understand that whatever is expressed in the in the Bharatanatyam, Bharatanatyam, uh, shastra is is may be uh, similar in its analysis of, uh, of various uh, emotional experiences, um, but it doesn't, uh, it doesn't reach the same intensity of the original experience. Therefore, Rupa Goswami's writing um, is more than what scholars say. Uh, scholars would say, Rupa Goswami is the one who gave us uh, the most systematic and organized display of Rasa theology. And we would add to that and say, not only did he do that, but he also gave us the deepest, uh, the deepest experience of emotion. And uh, and in that way, uh, it is unmatched. But that there is a is is a relation to the Vedic literature. Yes, that is there. Nana Shastra, Vedic literature, and the subsequent uh, works and commentaries, like the Sahitya Dharpan is also drawing on on Vedic sources, but is trying to put it uh, put put drama in in an organized manner. and the expression of ras in an organized manner. Um, Because, yeah, one central point is made uh, that in Sanskrit drama, there is a little bit of a different approach than in uh, in Western drama. It said Western drama is based on um, Aristotle, right? And uh, Aristotle's concept of drama is that it is based uh, on plot. So in the Greek drama, it was about the plot. And the plot is, is what, what makes the drama. In the, uh, so the particular uh, combination of circumstances, that makes a plot, right? uh, whereas in the, uh, in the, in the Vedic drama, the Sanskrit drama, rasa is the, uh, is the leading uh, leading factor. Now, in my mind, there can be some overlapping in the two because uh, the circumstances, the plot, uh, bring out a certain rasa. So if one writes from a plot, then it also expresses feelings and so on and that arise from the plot. And if one is establishing Rasa, it also needs uh, needs uh, some plot. But the focus is different. The focus is particularly on on Rasa, and of course, Sanskrit drama is uh, it's a culture that is using arts to glorify the supreme Lord. Right? Now, there may be uh, later also. Uh, um, some mundane rasa, some mundane place, and glorifying kings and and so on. But uh, the the principal purpose of all arts is to glorify the supreme lord. All right. So this was a little bit of an introduction about rasa theology, and I think some of, some may have found it a little theoretical, but uh, it's important, and I tell you why. It is important because we need to uh, we need to understand what are we going to say if someone says, "Well, the, the Rasa theology of Rupa Goswami is not at all his his theology. It's actually uh, all found in in the in the Natya Shastra and the subsequent development of of uh, of Rasa theory in 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 the writings of later later orders." And in the face of that, what will we say? Therefore, so that we are informed that this is there and that the explanation, the proper understanding has also been given in the perspective. That's why this introduction was important. Okay. Meanwhile, it was a dry technical explanation and there was not a lot of Ras in it, right? Other than intellectual Ras. So therefore, we may experience it as a little dry, and we would like to move on uh, into the chapter and get a bit more juice, right? Um, something a little bit more exciting. All right, so uh, let me just uh, quickly look where to begin. mm mm-hmm. Text 38, well, yeah. 21, 29, 43, okay. See Rupa Goswami and Anupam Malik, went to Prayag and they were very pleased to hear the news that Shichitanya Mahaprabhu was there. At Prayag, or I'm reading from Shichitanya Charitamrita, Madhilela chapter 19, text 38. At Prayag, Shichitanya Mahaprabhu went to see the temple of